Welcome to the What's Next podcast for women. This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join our host, Pamela Stone. Hello, everybody. Hello. But we're back at it. Well, first and foremost, I want to welcome everybody to What's Next for Women podcast. I do it every week. Every week, I bring on some amazing powerhouse women, and look at my co-hosts. They are here. We're ready to rock and have a good time. Those of you who are new to uh, what's what's next for women podcast, they're always asking me, "Well, how did you come about this?" Well, let me be honest. My story started a little different, maybe than others. Where I was sitting in the corporate world, sitting at a desk, and one day I literally broke down, like looking around, like, "Okay, this is it." This, I'm I'm making someone else's pockets heavy and mine not so heavy, and I'm not even being rewarded for the knowledge and the skills that I have, and I wanted more, but I didn't even know what my more was. And if that describes you or any other stories such such as that, grab your pen and paper, drop it in the feed. Questions, because we will definitely. I love interaction. Uh, the, I know I have my co-host here, but we love to bring everybody in. So we would definitely love for you to drop your questions in the feed below. And those of you who don't know me, again, my name is Pamela Stone, and this I'm so excited for you to be here. Um, before I jump into introducing my co-host and giving you a little bit of background on what they do, when we jump in. So today's show is all sponsored by. The Vision Made Magazine, the quarterly magazine, Woman Empowerment Magazine, empowering women to go after their what's next by using vision boards. If you're interested in getting a copy of Vision Made Magazine, drop it in the feed, say I'm interested, and I will definitely connect to you on how you can gain a copy of Vision Made Magazine. So without further ado, I have two amazing co-hosts, and I can't wait for you guys to chat and hear more about them. But my first co-host is Linda. Now, look, Linda came right on time because um, (laughs) I don't like to cook. And when you said, I didn't like, you know, everyone's cooking, thought my cooking was bad. It's not that my cooking is bad. I don't like to cook. But um, Linda's cooking skills were so bad, her family banned her from kitchen, if that was me, when she was a teen. Happily, her skills have dramatically improved. She now has over 10, you have over a thousand cookbooks, Ms. Linda? I do, over a thousand. Wow. And she is a graduate of the cooking school in the Institute of Nutrition and has countless cooking courses from the International Culinary Center and National Gourmet, girl, you're good. You're rocking it. Gourmet (laughs) Institute under her belt. She is a kitchen confidence coach, owner of, okay, how do you say this? Balabusta's Secret. Thank you, girl. I couldn't even get that. I tried. Where she helps busy moms with plant meal preparing, planning, and cooking lessons, as well as coaches, coaches them on how to serve these delicious dinners with side dishes of games and clever conversations with the family. Sounds fun. Stress-free cooking tips for maximum flavor, fun, and yum. She can be found at I can't Balabusta's Secret. Dot com on Facebook at Easy Weeknight Dinners for busy moms as well as on Instagram. So you, you know what, everybody? If you have any questions about cooking, Linda is our woman, our, our cook for the day. Um, I definitely will talk to her more about it because, again, that's 
not for me right now. <laughs> and as well as Linda joining us, we also have the amazing Nikki. So Nikki, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. Well, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, started off as a business owner, an entrepreneur, a speaker, talent manager, producer. My firm, we have uh, the opportunity and the blessing to be able to promote, manage, and provide branding and media services to entrepreneurs, business owners, speakers, and media outlets. So I love what I do. I've been doing it for about almost 18 years now. And the way I got started was, man. (laughs) We'll jump into it more. But you know what, ladies, first and foremost, before I go any further, thank you for joining us. And thank you for empowering our audience. So this will be so fun. But before I jump in and go any deeper, so as we all have faced the three Fs, fear, fault, and failure, how did you how did you guys handle it and what did you do? Uh, I can start off. Um, I've actually had two very different careers. My cooking failure started when I was growing up and like you said, I was banned from cooking and I viewed that as a challenge. I didn't view it as defeat. I said, well, if I'm really terrible about it, the only thing I can do is get better. And so I went on a quest to improve my skills until they improved so well, so much that I'm the go-to house, the go-to cook for everybody. And people will say, can I come over? I don't need an invitation. Or when are you having the next party? It just, it's improved dramatically. But the other thing that I did was I was a lawyer for many, many years and I grew dissatisfied with some of the practice and I knew I needed to pivot. So I combined my two passions and I became a kitchen confidence coach. Linda, you had talked about you were as a lawyer and then you learned to pivot. Right. Were you were you fearful of the, that pivot though? And it's You know, it's crazy. absolutely because my whole life my identity was a lawyer. And I knew I was going to be a lawyer ever since I was a young girl. So that was my identity. And when people say, what do you do for a living? Normally I would say I'm a lawyer. And to me, that gave me prestige, status. People thought I knew what I was talking about. All those things that occur when you have a professional degree and partner in a law firm, blah, blah, blah. So to say I'm getting rid of my title, it also gets rid of your identity. Mm. So you really need to have confidence in yourself to create a new identity for you that's going to be equally rewarding and equally meaningful. So how did you get past that? I saw a need. And the way I saw a need was I had, I was a, I came to the motherhood game late in life. And as I was watching my children's friends' parents, there seemed to be a whole lot missing in how they were parenting. And I don't mean to be critical, but we would have after school activities and I would see the parents giving them a sandwich from a takeout place as dinner and they'd be eating in the car. And I grew up with family dinners. Nothing that doesn't have to be special. My mother was a terrible cook, but we had amazing dinners because they were fun and meaningful. And I think that's a really important part of life. And I really, the more I saw what was going on, it empowered me to say, maybe I'm the person that needs to educate and show these parents that there's an easy way to have a much more fulfilling relationship with your family and and meals. I so agree with you. Though I have to say, though, it did frighten me. Now, I I was frightened. I'm not even going to kid it. I'm not kidding you. I was frightened because the pivot and the pivot was uh, the unknown. Mm -hmm. One for me, it was the unknown and being judged and being judged 
wasn't being worried about being judged by me. It was judged being being judged by society. You know, am I going to let down that person or am I letting down everybody's expectations? And if so, how do I get past it? So I faced the three F's and here's the sad part about it. I let the three F's hold me back for a long time until probably about, I don't know, maybe about five or six years ago. And I'm like, you know what? I got that poke and the poke was like, hello. And I was like, they're not talking to me. It's just the, it's just the twitch. And I got the poke again, but the poke was a little harder. And I also heard you only get one life. Right. And you've got to do something. Now, I'm giving you this chance on doing it. How you handle it, it's all on to you. And so, to me, it was really hard to get past it. And so, I had to do, I did a lot of mindset work. Um, I sat back and I had to learn how to declutter all my mindset and all my work in my mind to get to knowing, even knowing to get to know me. And that was the first step. So did you know when you started doing that pivot, did you have to do some internet, inner self-work? And self I had to do a tremendous amount. I had almost no computer skills. I was technology illiterate and I didn't even know where to start. So I had a great idea that I thought was really important and meaningful and I had zero clue on how to go about doing it. So I was really at ground zero, not with the knowledge of what I wanted to coach people on, but how to do it. I just didn't have any of that foundational work that you would need to do. So for a long time, I toyed with the idea and I hemmed and hawed when people said, what are you doing? Because I really didn't know that I could actually make it become a reality. And slowly but surely, I literally tiptoed. I didn't dive into it at all, yeah. but I, I tiptoed into, can somebody help me build a website? Can somebody teach me how to maintain a website? Can somebody teach me how to use video? Can somebody teach me how to something about social media. I mean, I really had no skills at all. And in all honesty, I couldn't even type because when I was growing up and when I was practicing as a lawyer, I had a secretary. And I know that sounds terrible, but it was just a skill I didn't need to have at the time I was doing it. So, yeah. I, I mean, I was really at ground zero. And I had to say, if you want to make this happen, take baby steps. You're going to screw up plenty of times. And believe me, I screwed up plenty of times and I had phone calls to the people who were helping me. I think I erased everything on my website. And you can imagine all the other horrible things I, I did wrong. But you have to try and you have to get your, your feet wet. And then you start learning from your mistakes and you're expected to make mistakes. And if you're confident that you can handle that defeat because you know it's going to help you improve, you won't let it defeat you. That is so true. So, Nikki, we're talking about how we face the three F's, fear, fault, and failure. How did you face it and how did you handle it as you were going through your journey? Wow, that's a loaded question. I think what comes to mind is the only thing I had going for me at that time was my belief and my faith. It was such a rough transition. Before I left the corporate world, I was diagnosed with a uh, autoimmune condition or disease and every seemed like everything was falling apart. My marriage, you know, my career, my business, everything was falling apart. And I think what helped me to keep going was I gave myself grace. I gave myself mm. permission to be greater. I gave myself permission to try something new. I stopped saying that, oh, I can't do this or I shouldn't do this and 
I know fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. I know that for a fact. And I knew it was time to, to chase the calling and not the crowd. I've, I've never been one of those people that had to go along with what everyone else was doing. And just because it was so, it was a traditional thing to do. That's never been my style. So I've always been that underdog or that person that would go if, you know, if they went left, I went right. You know, it, it's okay. And I think it was more of, I was determined. I made that decision. Like, okay, I'm going to face my fears. If I fail, I'm going to fail fast and get it over with. <laughs> but I'm going to keep going. So, And I'm yeah, glad. That's that how I so, dealt with it. That is so good. I'm, and that's so important for women to hear. You know, we all face it. You know, it's just how how are you going to handle when you face those three of I mean, are we going to sit back? And like I did. I sat back for a long time in my life and just like, okay, I got the I got the sign and now I needed to do something and I didn't ignore it. And I want women to know that, is it hard? Yeah, it's very hard. But mm. is it, do you have a team? And it's all, and the most important thing that I tell everyone, and I've also, that is the reason why the podcast has been created because we're all looking for that support in that tribe. And so I have thousands of women such as yourselves that are got, or I could call anybody. I'm like, okay, this is what I have facing. Can you help me? And if not, who can help me? And so I want women to understand that once you're here, you're always part of the tribe. Know that you have a support group. And that's one thing that we as women sometimes don't like to admit. We don't like to face that we need a support group, but we need a tribe that is going to cheer us on to help us move forward to help us excel to challenge us to move forward and when we have that moment it's okay to have that moment but it's to pick ourselves up so that's why i'm very cautious of who i bring on the podcast or who i bring in to the tribe because i want everyone to understand that we are here to support each other and if there's no support then you can't be part of the tribe because that's the importance of us to get to our what's next is the support, is the care, and understand we go with, as I said, what happens here in the podcast stays here in the podcast, and we come with no judgment. Mm -hmm. And so I want women to understand if you're looking for some place that you have a purpose and a passion, you're in the right place. If you're looking for how do we get there, you're still in the right place because I'm bringing amazing women on such as Linda and Nikki. So be sure to and grab your pen and paper because they're dropping nuggets left and right on how you can conquer your three F's and still go after your what's next. So ladies, let me ask you this. when you Before you guys got to this journey in life, how did you know it was time? You know, as I said, I had the cope in my life that I thought it was a twitch, but it wasn't. But how did you know it was time for you to step with it? One of the things I, I often think about this, I've been on this entrepreneurial journey for years. I started when I was in corporate, but I knew it was time for me to make a change or my season was done with the corporate world. When I would drive to work, go through the tunnels and get through the traffic and all of that. And once I pulled into the parking garage of my job, I would get an instant migraine and I would have to sit there for about 10, 15 minutes. Luckily, I was a little early. So, 
So I would have to sit there in the parking garage and and get myself together or take something for it was like for months I would have this headache that I could not shake. And I kept saying, Okay, I know the universe is trying to tell you something. The universe is leaving you clues. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you afraid? Why are you sitting here miserable? Uh, and then I will always go back to the golden handcuffs. You know, I was making the money and I was afraid to make that move. I was afraid to change. What would my family say? What would my children say? What would my now ex-husband say? You know, we were used to the, the regular working world. And, but it got so bad that it was like, okay, do you want to suffer or do you want to have peace? And that's when I knew it was time to make a change. And Linda, what about you? Yeah. Mine was, ended up looking for that piece, but for a very different reason. I had an older brother who passed away at a young age, and he had young kids at the time. And I was working very hard as a lawyer, and his, his journey before he passed was long and, and difficult, and it made me stop and evaluate what my journey was, and what I thought my priorities were, and what I thought I wanted to make of my life in addition to being the attorney that I was. And the ultimate conclusion I came to was the attorney wasn't doing it for me. I needed to find something that was more meaningful, that would also give me the ability to spend time with my family because I realized how precious that time would be. Yeah, so true. I agree with you. I, I'm still in corporate, um, so I want, wanted to know that you know right now I am juggling both of them, but however I know where my purpose and my passion is, which is here to empower women, and I do the empowerment through the podcast as well as through the magazine. But note that we all have that purpose and our passion in us. But Nikki, let me ask you this. How did you know you wanted to be a talent manager? Well, I um, the, the funny thing is I, I did know it. I did know. I kind of fell into it. I was in my corporate job and, you know, I've always been in some type of management. I started my entrepreneurial journey. I got the, I caught the bug at the age of 12. Uh, <laughs> my parents allowed me to go out and clean houses and clean homes for wealthy people. And, and I've always had that kind of managerial feeling to me, you know, kind of mature at my, at a young age. So, but I was at, at my last job and I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't dislike corporate, but Corporate taught me a lot, and I was sitting at my desk, and one of my colleagues, she came over to my desk. We were all in the cubicles, of course, and she came over to my cubicle, and she said, hey, you um, you seem like you like fashion, and you're always dressed up, and you have on some nice shoes, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay, thank you. Where's this going? So she has <laughs> something behind her back. She has something behind her back. I'm like, okay, what is going on? So she said, hey, what size shoe do you wear? I said, I wear size nine. She's like, hmm, do you like these shoes? I was like, yeah, I like those. Those are really nice. She said, you want to purchase them? I said, how much? And she told me. From that point forward, I saw the light bulb go off in her eyes. And she said, hey, I want to talk to you about something. That day, we went in the conference room at my job. And we talked about an idea she had. And the idea was to start a shoe company, a mobile shoe company. So we started a shoe company that paid me thousands and thousands of dollars while I worked my corporate job called For the Love of Shoes. 
He started that company with one pair of shoes that she purchased from eBay. <laughs> and we expanded that particular, yeah, we expanded that one pair of shoes to a massive company part-time because we both were working corporate. We were doing very well. We both were doing about six figures at the time. And the rest is history. But I wow. knew that I was supposed to be in the business space because what I am doing now for the entrepreneur and business owner on a smaller scale, I was doing it in corporate. But I've always wanted to be the one that helped the underdog or helped the smaller business owner or helped the person that doesn't have a voice and they need to be heard. That's how I realized I am where I'm supposed to be. I understand my assignment and I am working in my assignment. <laughs> and Linda, what about you? It became clear to me the more that my kids would have their friends over and would be sitting at a dinner and their friends would say, my mom doesn't cook like this. We never sit down to a dinner. Can you call my mom? Can you help my mom? And it was actually the kids who were trying to encourage me to make their family dinners very different than what they were and snowballed from there. You know, out of the mouth of babes, sometimes you have to pay attention. Yeah, I agree. I did hesitate for a long time on, am I doing my, am I really doing my purpose and my passion? I did, did question myself, am I doing it or am I doing this to be doing it or am I doing it? Is it really my calling? So did you guys ever feel that way? Did you ever get that feeling that you, or did you ever question your purpose, you're doing your purpose or your passion? Linda? Um, I can't say I really questioned it once I kept on hearing how the kids were experiencing what we were doing at the house or when they would talk to their moms and then their moms would ask me questions. Well, what could I do to make things easy and tasty and fun? I hate cooking. I don't know how to cook. You could fill in the blank. There was a million reasons why a family meal wasn't the ideal that even the mom wanted to make. So the more I would listen to people, it really gave me the courage to go farther than what my gut told me I needed to do. Love it. Linda, did you ever face that? Did you ever face the doubt of you going, you're heading in the right direction? Did I doubt it? I um, doubt it often. <laughs> but, but you know, when you get the feedback from people and when you hear how it's changed their lives, it gives you wonderful confidence to go forward. What about you, Nikki? Did you ever face the doubt of you doing what your, your purpose and your passion? All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yes, yes, and yes again. Yes. I. Um, but then there's always a, a sign that comes and that reminds me. Yeah. Who said it was going to be easy? Because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? right. I yeah. think what, what gets me, what, what brings me back to reality is when my clients, when they have a win, when I see the the growth and I see the outcomes and the results that they are receiving. Um, that's what that's what really tells me, okay, just hang on in there, just hang in there just a little while longer. You know, no matter how many emails you have or how many no's you receive today or how many people didn't pay their bills, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer, you will get those times where you are facing going, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why am I suffering like this? Why am I putting myself through this? 
I get it all the time. But then again, you have those days you're like, I wouldn't want to do anything else. There's nothing else I want to do. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It's just such a good feeling. Yes, it's it like, is. Wow. This, I'm really loving my, I'm really loving my jam, as they say. I'm really loving it. So I, I totally agree with you. I'm loving it, loving the journey that I'm on. And man, sometimes I wish I started earlier, but I know there was a reason why I'm now here. So with that being said, ladies, first and foremost, we are halfway through the show already. So I appreciate you both. This has been so amazing. Before we take a break and change up the questions a little bit. So, Linda, with that being said, I see she popped out. Where can everybody find you? You can find me at balaboostasecret.com. You can find me on Facebook for easy weeknight dinners for busy moms. And you can find me on Instagram at balabusta.balabustas.secret. And I definitely will put it. Put it in the feed, you guys, because I, you see, I didn't want to mess up her business or anything. So I totally respect that. But real quick, Linda, you know what? One thing I do love about your business, which I told you, I really, we've been talking off and on for a little bit, especially during the last couple of day evenings. One thing that I really like how you do, you're incorporating dinner with games. Mm -hmm. I'm really, that really, really intrigued me. So how do you, what can, like, give us an example of dinner and a game. Sure. There's many ways you can do it. You can tie your dinner theme to a silly holiday. I'll give you an easy example for that. April is National Poetry Month. So one day in April, I said to my family, you know, when you come down to dinner tonight, you have to come down with a poem. Well, you can imagine the groaning and the resistance <laughs> I got. Mom, I hate poetry. I don't want to do poetry. And I said, no, this is the rule. You have to come down with a poem, but you have to expand your definition of what a poem can be. It could be a rap song. It could be a jingle. It could be something you write. It doesn't have to be something that you were forced to read in school and didn't like. So they rose to the challenge and we had dinner and at the table I said, okay, let me have you have your poems. So one of my kids wrote a poem about how he hated poetry, which is fine because he wrote a poem about hating poetry. Another child came in and um, read the lyrics to a, lapse, a rap song, which was totally inappropriate, but really fit the bill. And my husband wrote his own rap song. So we were laughing, we were hysterical, and it really made for a lively dinner. That is so cool. I, I really like that. That was really something that intrigued me about your on your bio, that you incorporate dinner and games. So if anybody is really interested in how learning more about Linda's service on helping make planning meals as well as telling, giving you ideas as she just gave us an idea on how to incorporate a game into dinner, which I really love. Linda, that is too cool. On um, the poetry, that was a great example. I love that. You'll definitely, I'll drop it in the feed on how you guys can connect to her. So then as Nikki has joined us, so Nikki, as a talent manager, you help us entrepreneurs get out here. Is that correct? Yes, we, my firm and I, we specialize in brand management, visibility, exposure, and we take all of that, we create a brand that we make it where it's ready for the media. I am a big community journalist, if, if so to speak. Um, yes, we major in public relations and PR and media relations, but I am all for that person that needs to have their message and their voice heard. I really believe there are so many great people out here doing amazing things such as you two ladies here. 
I would love to kind of like put your message out there. That's what I specialize in. I've been doing it for so long. You would be surprised at some of the people I work with. <laughs> but I, I love helping you get your visibility and getting your message out there in a big way. So you work, so is there any is there any group that you don't work with or is there any particular group you like to work with more than others? Yes, I like I said earlier, I love working with speakers, authors, coaches, and media personalities, and entrepreneurs, of course. I um, mean, a lot of times they correlate. They are, you know, what they do kind of coincide with each right. other. It's, I, I do have a semi-pro basketball team that I work with. I've been working with them for the past four years, believe it or not. So sports is not my major specialty, I should say, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I love seeing these young men get to the next level in their basketball careers, and I'm a basketball fan. So that's something that I, I love doing without talking about it, so to speak. Um, so, but as far as areas that I really don't, I don't really do a lot in the medical world, um, medical PR. I, I really don't, I have someone that does that. I do work with nonprofits, but not as much as some of my other colleagues. A lot of times I refer uh, certain people or leads or uh, people over to some of my colleagues that specialize in those areas. Yeah. Love it, love it. Nikki, if someone wants to get in touch with you or find you, how can they? How can they connect to you? They can connect with me at NikkiCurryMedia.com. That's NikkiCurryMedia.com. Or you can go to my, I have several links, and I would love to give your audience something free. Um, it's a. It's called Five Ways to Stand Out Online. You know, because of COVID, it's really tough these days as an entrepreneur. You really have to stand up and stand out. Because there's so many people sending so many messages. But I have a, a free download I would like to offer anyone that wants it. It's called um, How to Stand Out Online and How to Get Your Brand Known. I just go to Easy Tree, the letter E and the letter Z, tree.me forward slash Nikki Curry Media. And you'll see it there. We'll definitely put it out there so everyone can see it. We Thank you so much. So ladies, sit back for a moment, but real quick, I just want everyone to understand that we are bringing, the, they have dropped some gems and I hope everyone has gotten to see that no matter what they have faced, the I can't and the what ifs, they're still out here rocking it. You know, I have amazing Linda who does the planning with the games, the meal planning with the games, which I think that's amazing, as well as I have Nikki who is the talent manager and can get you, help you get your message out there. So know that we are all have our specialties and our purpose. And I get people so many times like, well, how do I even know my purpose? How do I even know where to even start at? I say, start today and start looking what you're doing currently now. What do you love to do? You know, if you don't know what you love to do, then start asking family and friends, well, what am I good at? I always challenge all brand new entrepreneurs, go ask five people that you don't know, that you don't know well, what are you good at? And that is your starting point. And that's all you need to do is uh, once you've got your starting point, man, you can up and run it and out the gates you go. I want everyone to also understand it's Win Wednesday, you guys. So on Win Wednesday, I'm always asking, what is your win for the week? And the win is a goal that you set for the week. I believe in starting setting small goals because once you set the small goals, 
the big goal. It's the most easiest thing to accomplish and you don't feel overwhelmed. So every week I ask you what's your win for the week. Now, if you don't know what your goal is for the week, drop it in the feed and I definitely will connect with you. If you recognize that you have a goal, but you haven't even done it, I still, that's a win. At least you know what you want to do and you want to start. You want to recognize you want to move forward. If you have reached your goal already, drop it in here. I love celebrating. I love celebrating. I want to be your cheerleader. And lastly, if you reached your goal already, you are rocking it. But again, you'll get to hear our wins in a little bit. But drop them in the feed and let us know what's your win for this week. And you'll get to hear ours in just a few minutes. And lastly, the second half of the show is, again, sponsored by Vision Made Magazine. It is a woman empowerment magazine that is published quarterly where it helps women to achieve their what's next in life. And we achieve it through vision boards. In the magazine, it has power words. Who doesn't need some motivation, right? We all need motivation. One time or another, there's a list of power words. There is also where we have a She-Ra artist, where we have an artist who has drawn or did some more artwork. Then we also have stories of small business women who are out here rocking as these amazing women, but they're doing some things around the world as well. So we have many stories and empowerments as well as there is some activity in the magazine as in what does your vision board look like for the quarter? And then what do you need? What is your challenges and things like that? So the magazine is all about empowering you by challenging you to get you to your what's next. If this is something, if that magazine is, if this magazine is something that you're interested in, drop it in the feed below. So we'll be in connection, connected with you so we can get you a copy of the magazine. So ladies, now all about that. So you guys are busy, right? I mean, you're very busy. So what do you guys do for self-care? I'll go with that one. Okay. I, go for, I love to go for a walk early in the morning. I have two dogs and I usually have a friend that goes with me and there's several lakes around here and it's a great thing for me to do to get some exercise before I sit on my tushy for most of the day by my computer. Um, and it's a great way for me to clear my head and it's a great way for me to bounce ideas off my friends. It's a sounding board, but it's a wonderful, wonderful way to just get me to be where I need to start my day. Love it. And you, Nikki, what do you do for self-care? For self-care, I've learned how to relax. Believe it or not, that is that used to be a major, major problem for me. So what I do now is I love books. I love to read. So I would get a good book. It's always something about self-help or self no romance stuff. I don't know why. I've never been into that. But <laughs> a good book on personal development and a good glass of wine. I'm oh, good. Yeah. And a good candle. I'm happy. <laughs> I love candles. Love candles. Well, me too. Yeah. I love candles too. So what is your favorite candle? Whew, I love a like a cranberry orange, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the Yankee candles. And I know a few entrepreneurs, small business owners, uh, they make their own candles. So I've been supporting them, but I spend a lot of money on candles. A lot of money. <laughs> I know, me too. You just can't see them, but they are around my room. They do give you a great ambiance. I still love it. So you had talked about books. Let's move into books. I believe in, I always talk about the book on the shelf here at the show, and this is a perfect time to go Mm -hmm. a segue into it. And I believe some, I believe in when we read, it expands our mind. I'm all about growth and expanding and building upon, um, taking us to the next level. 
So I'm always talking about the book on the shelf. So Nikki, you had talked about reading. What book are you reading right now? Wow, I have several. It, uh, to be honest with you, I've gone from, I'm old fashioned. I like that tangible book. I like to have that book, the feel of the book in my hand. But I've also been trying to experiment with the Kindle. Okay, so I have a lot of books on Kindle. And I don't want to show you my mess over here in the corner. But I have a <laughs> lot, a lot, a lot of books. Um, and they all stem from, I'm just going to share one with you. The Law of Repetition. I have the whole series here by Mike Murdoch. And it's, of course, it's, it has a biblical principle to it, but it also kind of taps into what I teach. And that's awareness and visibility and being recognized and knowing why you're here, your purpose. And all of us are here to solve problems. So I love that book. It, it really just kind of helps me to create my content around that. So <laughs> that's one of the books I've been reading, a part of a series. And um uh, and I have, a, I mean, everything else is about personal development, like I said, self-help, branding, PR, you know, things in my field. Uh, I don't do the mysteries and I don't do the romance. Yeah. My sisters tell me I'm weird because they're all <laughs> a part of the book club. But no, I have my own book club. I'm good. <laughs> I know that's right. No, no judgment, girl, because I'm with you. I'm the same way. But before I talk about my book on the shelf, what about you, Linda? What book are you I'm reading? more of a political thriller or a mystery kind of book, a detective story, or historical fiction. I think mm-hmm. historical fiction transports me to places I've never been, and I find it really fascinating. I love history. So any one of those things that keeps me guessing, keeps me involved, and I have a tendency... Once I start, I can't put a book down. So they'll find me up all hours of the night and I fit it and finish it as short a period of time as I can because I'm not always picking it up. <laughs> I'm so with you. Well, right now I am reading Your Hidden Superpower. I believe we all have more than what we're using right now. So I'm trying to find out what's my superpower. So I'm out here empowering women. I want to know, is there any more in there? I just like the mystery of what is my superpower and see if I'm tapping into it and or if I am tapping, how can I expound on it? So that's what I'm really excited to see what it's all about. So we'll have to see. (laughs) Well, ladies, also real quick, as we had talked about the book and as well, we talked about um, our self-care. Let me ask you, do, as we talked about, I've said vision board all this time. Do either of you have a vision board? Do you use a vision board for your business and for your personal? No, I have a big board that's got all kinds of family photos on it, but nothing specific about where um, a vision board would take me to the future. Gotcha. What about you, Miss Nikki? I I used to have one, several. But I think now I have, I've gotten to the place now where the vision board is in my head and I have it written down and I have, I'm a tablet fanatic. I need a 12 step program. Anyway, <laughs> I have tablets and notebooks everywhere Me too. and Me too. I write everything down. I, I, I do it and I'm, I'm getting to the place where I've, I'm studying manifestation as well. I'm getting more into that and it's working. So I'm visualizing things in my head. I'm setting the tone every day as to how my day is going to go. 
you know, your morning routine sets the tone for your entire day. So I'm doing stuff like that. But as far as a vision board, I used to do that all the time. So I'm just trying different things out. I know they work. Vision boards do work. You got to see it. But I have it written on my tablet, on my phone, you know, in my notepad on my phone. Or I have it in my tablets, my notebooks. I'm not going to show you all that pile because it's a mess. <laughs> but I have papers and stuff everywhere. I write down everything because I, I do believe you got to see it. You do have to see it. You have to see it every day. You got to see it here. You got to see it in front of you everywhere you go. So, yeah, that's that's my little vision board strategy. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I, I write down everything. I write notes to myself everywhere. I, I now do some of it on the computer, so it's just in one spot instead of having 30 different notebooks. Where did I put that gem I had? But, yeah, I, I think when you when you write it down, you have manifest it. Yeah. I so agree with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Nikki. The good thing we have a small space because I have so many books and it's not the, not due to the magazine. Now that the magazine is also my baby. So the magazine has its own little pile of thing going, things are going on on articles and people that I want to, you know, approach. And so I totally get about writing it down. So I have so many notebooks around me as well. So I totally relate with you. But I'm with you both. You write it down, you manifest it, it comes true. And I believe that to speak over it and to see it is so important. I so believe into connecting it. We had talked about real quick, just a couple more, talk about a couple more things. We talk about a morning routine. What is your morning routine like, ladies? So I, I always have my morning walk. I have to deal with my kids in the morning and when they're all settled and where they're going, depending on the time of year, whether it's school or not. And then I sit down and I start working and focus so much that I really don't take any breaks after that because I'm really, I guess I'm involved with and into whatever I'm working on. I understand. And you, Nikki, what is your morning routine? Well, I am, that's one of my wins. I know we're going to talk about later, but I have gotten to the place now, I've changed my entire routine. I'm an early riser. So I'm really up around 3.30 a.m., 4 a.m. That's when I'm at my best because of my condition. So that, that works for me. I take the morning walks. I do the coffee. I used to be one of those people, uh, such a workaholic, that I would take 5 a.m. coaching calls, 6 a.m. coaching mm -hmm. calls, especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I stopped that. I stopped that. I, uh, I heard a business coach say last year that she doesn't take anything any kind of calls, any work-related calls before 10 a.m. So what I've started to do in the past couple of months, I don't do anything work-related unless I absolutely have to before 9.30 a.m. So I get to do what I want to do. If I want to do some self-studying, if I want to catch up on a class or a course or learn how to do something or try out a new app, you know, any something that I want to do, read a book, watch my TV show that I missed the night before, that kind of thing, drink my coffee, sit on the porch, and just, you know, reflect on whatever I want to do, just peace. I believe in peace. So <laughs> I, I try not to take on all the woes. Yeah, I try not to take on all the woes of the world before 9.30, 9 a.m., you know, and, and I'm getting really good at it. Um, and it's helping. It's working. It's helping me to manage my time management better than I was. 
I'm not getting overwhelmed as much as I used to. I'm not trying to save the world before 12 noon like I used to, you know, taking on all the fires and all the clients and all the stuff. And Because my job is nothing but deadlines. I work on deadlines every day. So changing my morning ritual has really helped me. I take time for me. That's another form of self-care. I take time out for me. My kids are grown and gone doing their own thing. So I don't have to worry about them. I talk to my sister every morning at 6.15 on her way to work. That's a ritual. I look forward to that because we laugh and talk. Yeah, I love that she does take time out for her family as you know to connect. I think I feel that it's so important to connect um, with family um, on such a different level. You know, we only get one life, you know, connect as much as possible. But I do, I say my morning routine, I'm like Nikki. I am a morning person. So I spend a lot of time around three or four o'clock just laying and just, meditating and being quiet and getting quiet and then thinking about okay what is my day going to look like I visualize what my day is going to look like because I notice if I don't visualize what my day doesn't go it doesn't go so well so now I've been really being conscious and that that has taught me that my inner self is wanting to stay connected to its inner self so being aware of what's going on um, so I, that is one of my morning routines. I do a lot of, okay, what does my schedule look like? What is it going to, what is it going to look like? Um, after corporate, what am I having to do? Am I going to do some work or am I going to have to go take care of my grandbabies? And then if they have grandbabies, how are they going to play in the part of, of the rest of the evening? Um, so I have to say they are amazing little people. They will do the, they will if I'm out here working, they work with me. So, of course, I have to pay them. No, that's the new thing. <laughs> I have to pay a five-year-old and a three-year-old, yes. I have oh, to pay funny. them to do their work. But you know what? It's to teach them how grandma is knowing that there's more to the world than corporate. And so that's why they go with me. But they are, they're, they're amazing little people. And they will, they, and let me tell you, they remind me to pay them. Oh, well. Um, they don't remind me on it. They stay on a consistently basis of that. But, but again, my morning routine is consistently just taking time for me. And I'm like, Nikki, I take time for myself. When I didn't do it, my day is so discombobulated. I'm so discombobulated. I feel like I'm so out of tune of corporate. I'm so out of tune and out of touch of everything else. So now I do take time. I even now, the night before, one thing that I've started incorporating is, Tonight, I will look at my calendar, write down what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. That way I have a head start on, my mind has already have a head start on, okay, what are we going to do after work? And what does it take? And do I have time to do other things in between? If not, then my new word is no, and it will have to wait. And so that's one thing how I have to do. I know everyone's like, no, she says no. Yeah, I say no. <laughs> I do say no. Um, la ladies, what was your win for this week? I'd say my win was uh, starting to create a new course for my clients. Love it. I got a, I got a, a new focus on what I wanted to uh, project into the world, and I started working on it this week. Oh, I can't wait for it. To, I can't wait to hear what it's going to be about. <laughs> Let's stay connected. And Miss Nikki, what's your win for this week? Well, besides uh, sticking to a routine of not doing anything before 5 a.m., 
<laughs> I, I, I think I'm similar to Linda. I, I am creating another course on visibility. And I am so excited about that. I, I got some new ideas that I'm going to be trying out and just putting those systems into place. You know, as a business owner and an entrepreneur, you can't really do, you can't really be effective without systems. And a lot of times that's our weak spot. So I am working on my systems. I've been in business for a long time, but you can never have enough, you know, systems in place. <laughs> so I'm working on it. That has been a win for me. Well, I have to say my win is, again, bringing on some powerhouse women as yourselves. So, again, thank you. And my other win is I'm working on, I'm really being challenged to work on this speaking platform that will happen in October. But to build up to October, I have to do 10 speaking, little five-minute speaking blurbs. So I'm working on my speaking blurb, those 10 speaking blurbs. We're going to be on different various topics. And if it comes out really good, I'll move them over here. But I'm just really excited about to help me build up my speaking to be a better speaker. Um, I always want to be bigger and better than where I am so I can know to get to where I want to get to, which is my next, my what's next. Um, So those are my wins for the week. And I'm so excited. Um, And then I'm working on the magazine, wrapping it up, trying to wrap it up and finish up the last little bit. And that's it. That's a lot. Um, ladies, I want to thank you for coming out. I want to thank you for taking the time with me. This is fun. Time has gone by fast. I definitely want to have you guys back again real quick. Do you guys have a favorite quote? And if so, what's your favorite quote? I was always taught, Go ahead, um, Linda. <laughs> I tried to teach my kids this one, to thine own self be true. Ooh. So it can motivate you in any aspect of your life. You know, deep down inside, you know what's right. You know what you want to do, even though it may be clouded on tons of other things in its way. But in the end of the day, you have to be yourself. Love it. And Nikki, what about you? Something very similar and that's been heard over and over and over again by Oscar Wilde. Be who you are because everyone else is already taken. That's that's my favorite. That's a great reminder. That's something I say every day. That's one of the best ways to build your brand. Be who you Absolutely. are. Be who you are. I love it. We'll have to incorporate that definitely. Okay, so I have, if you don't know, I'm all about, motiva- as I said, motivating. And so I have a motivational box of different quotes. So as we were coming on, as we were all coming together, I picked out two, two of them. I couldn't decide. So the first one is sometimes we have to make Three left turns instead of one right to find our way. That's good by Miss Huffman. And then the last one, which was by nice. Miss Eleanor Roosevelt. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to face fear in fate in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. How many times we think we can't do something, but we do it and we're like uh, and, and on that Eleanor Roosevelt theme, another one of her quotes is, do something that scares you every day. Yes. That's Absolutely. Right. I love that one. Absolutely. Well, ladies, this was a blast, as I always have a good time with my amazing co-host for the week. Before I close out, ladies, tell everyone where they can connect with you, 
whatever you want to tell them before we shut it down for until next week. Linda, sure. we'll start with you. I have a. I also have a freebie for your audience, and it's called Quick Dinner Time Sanity Saving Secrets. And it'll give you wonderful little tidbits on your pantry staples, meal planning, dinner conversation ideas. So I, I, I believe, Pamela, you have the link and you can, you can post yep. that. So if you sign up for that, you'll get on my newsletter, you'll get all the updates of my programs. That's probably a great place to start. Great. And then Nikki. I was saying, please connect with me on all social media platforms. I think I'm on all of them as Nikki Curry Media or the brand definer. That is my moniker. I am known as the brand definer because if you don't brand you, someone else will and you may not like it. Oh, good. That's good. Well, everyone, I, again, we had some amazing gold nuggets dropped here in the hour. So if you have any questions or if you want to know how to move to your what's next and how to work on it, drop me a note in the feed. I definitely will connect. If you want to even ask these more wonderful, amazing co-host questions, they're around. Just drop it in the feed or drop it to me, and I definitely will connect you to them. I want to thank you, ladies, again for joining me here on the What's Next for Women podcast. So everyone, go out here and live the life that you desire to live. As you heard at the beginning, we were all living the lives for someone else, not knowing that we needed to live for ourselves until we got, like I said, that hope. So know that you are amazing. And if no one has told you today, you rock and do it all for you. Until next week, when I bring on some another amazing co-host, take care of yourself. Oh, and everyone, please mask up until we figure this COVID thing out all together. Until next week, take care of yourself and know that you're amazing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the What's Next Podcast for Women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.